News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Our Celtic ancestors were big fans of the dark. They lent into winter, considered it dream time. And as Owen Keegan enters the winter of his term, I'm asking Dubliners to consider the next decade, to think about their city and to dream of Dublin's future. I just want cheap paints again. Probably a really good airport connection that you could get off a plane in Dublin and literally be able to get a good transit route into the city. All other European countries have it. A bit more connections between the neighbourhoods, not just through town. Bring the Lewis further out north because we never had that. We were at Drumcondra. We really need to get the transport system organised. Frank MacDonald is the former environment correspondent at the Irish Times and author of A Little History of the Future of Dublin. The most strategic transport investment that we can make in Dublin is Dart Underground between Houston and Spencer Dock, running via Woodkey, St Stephen's Green and Pierce Station because that would offer the prospect of knitting disparate commuters' railway lines into a complete network where people will be able to travel from, say, Host to Kildare and so on, get off in the city centre if they want. Um, One of the things that I'd be very enthusiastic about would be the idea of creating a Lido uh, in George's Dock. George's Dock is currently vacant. Uh, It has been vacant for years. It's just been sitting there. And that's something that really makes so much sense to me. I think I'd be interested in more landscaping if possible, do you know, like so just trees and um, potted shrubs and things like that. It's lost an identity a bit. So I think a bit more culture back into the city. A little bit more outdoor area that would like Paris and around Dublin would be nice to kinda of get kinda of get that European feel in as well. If we had a food hall, something like Time Out in Lisbon or the food holland in Amsterdam, that would be a real exciting thing for the city. Galleryist Michael Rubio Hennigan is director of Hang Tough Contemporary. Good bike stores so people could cycle in, local produce, Irish operators, anything from coddle to burritos. It's a really exciting place to go to catch up with people. And we have a couple of spaces, I guess, in the city already that could work really well as food halls. You know, we have the Ivy Markets there, the food market up past Cable Street. That could be really, really cool. The city is not huge. And, you know, that's one of the unique things about Dublin. It's not massive. It's not sprawling. And I guess that could be tapped into in terms of using the geographical size of the city to create different cultural quarters, you know, like you might have in other cities, you know, like Paris and Lisbon have a gallery quarter. All of a sudden you have a concentrated area of visual art, which, you know, could be followed then by locals and tourists. Maybe like more outdoor drinking areas, beer gardens. I'd like to see a few more of the streets pedestrianised as well. More venues because there's absolutely no venues at the minute. Especially for things like other than regular pop music clubs on like dices and stuff. We need more than that. But I think indoor facilities offering more than just, uh, you know, drinking culture essentially. Philip Halton is director of the Irish Skateboarding Association. He's also a construction worker in the capital and the editor of Goblin magazine. I think that the younger generation of kids aren't as 
actively participating in alcohol consumption than the previous generation. And I think that that's a good thing, but we have to offer alternatives for it. So like be it indoor spaces or even sheltered spaces around the city that are well lit up and safe to use. Small things make a huge difference, such as like visibility from roads, be it like from table tennis, like climbing walls or whatever it may be. So if you're constantly trying to fence off parks after dark or whatever it may be, and you're leaving them with no alternative, but to kind of roam the streets, it can obviously cause many issues. So yeah, like I think that would help Dublin feel like a safer city. Cheap living again would be nice. Can't live up here at the minute, which is unfortunate. I would say less commercial buildings and more kind of residential buildings because that we're lacking that at the moment. More apartments, more places to buy, more affordable. For this one, Dublin may have to look abroad. Since 2008, homelessness has, has been halved in Finland. Ewan Kakakin is CEO of the Y Foundation and the man considered to have solved the housing crisis in Finland. We adopted what we called housing first principle, meaning that housing is the foundation for your living. It's a human social right. The main stock has been this affordable social housing and new, new production. Also, we have been buying apartments from the private market to be used as rental apartments. And the third element has been the existing shelters and hostels. Some of them were in a very good location in Helsinki. They were converted and renovated into supported housing. Of course, it's interesting that we are speaking about almost same amount of population. <laughs> so in principle, it should be possible to do exactly the same things that we have been doing. With Lido's and food halls, party venues and creative quarters, Dublin's next decade could be its best one yet. I just want cheap paints again. Cheers to that. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.